0: I'm Bridget Owens, and you're listening to the Waxing Soul Podcast, where we're adventuring into the world of mindful modern magic and authentic spiritual practice. It's November 25th, 2021, and today's topic is the three biggest mistakes you might be making in your gratitude practice. Are you ready to grow your soul? It's Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and last year I was uh, less than a month into doing the podcast at this point, so I didn't really want to go with something as cliche as gratitude for that episode, but today I'm going to do it because I think that there's quite a lot of ways that the idea and practice of gratitude gets kind of twisted up and not done with as much intention and to... As much effect as it could be, which I learned because it wasn't always part of my own practice to the extent that it probably needed to be. And so I thought I'd go ahead and pick the topic apart today. Um, Seems like, you know, it seems like such a simple thing, right? Like looking at the good parts in your life and expressing gratitude for those things. But the first part of the equation that I know I have missed in the past, and I know that others might be missing, is that gratitude is an important form of mindfulness and a way of remaining connected to the moment. Like there's this thing that we do when we're really goal oriented, really fixated on achieving something or on a specific intention where we get so focused on that end point, that result that we haven't, you know, the result that we haven't seen yet that, you know, we, we have a hard time noticing it. We don't notice, we don't see the other milestones along the way. We don't see the smaller steps or the smaller achievements. So, for instance, even though I fixated for a really long time on wanting to work from home to, you know, not have to work a day job for someone else that I didn't care about, like that, that I missed it happening. I imagined it looking a specific way. And since it kind of came about in a different chain of events than I had imagined, (laughs) I didn't realize for a long time, even though I had hit, you know, I hadn't hit the like, I was thinking about it. Like, I wanted to be totally successful through my writing or through my artwork or whatever to the point that I was financially not just stable, but like doing really well at it. Like, not struggling, you know, sure that I wouldn't, not just not struggling, like, sure that I wouldn't need to get a regular job again. So, I had that in my head, and that's what was sort of holding, I was holding my experience up against that as far as evaluating my progress. But there did come a time. I don't know what it was. I think maybe it was the second year of like filing my taxes as an entirely self-employed person. But there was something along the way at one point, you know, I had quit my regular job. I'd spent a couple of years writing, self-publishing, creating, freelancing for income. And, you know, it wasn't easy by any means. It certainly didn't live up to that image in my mind of what I wanted to accomplish. But there was a point that made me look around at my life and realize that, you know, me from 10 years ago. 15 years ago would have been so incredibly excited to be where I was at. Like I was doing the things that were important to me working from home, not having to get up at a certain time every morning. That's like, that's literally what I always wanted. And frankly, my idea of what I wanted that to look like had changed over time, you know, continually evolved, like continually shifting. So that's the thing about a really mindful gratitude practice that we kind of miss. It's, it's a kind of consistent checking in on progress, not in relation to the ideal that's in your mind at any given time, but in relation to a more holistic view of your life. And this is important to a spell work practice as well, you know, for the same reason. It's super easy to get caught up mentally and emotionally in however we imagine our intentions could manifest and if we undertake a gratitude practice which pushes us to be more open to the good things, the progress, the small things in our lives, then we can stay more tuned in, more open to recognizing the ways that our intention can manifest that we didn't expect or even, you know, or or even seeing signs that it's in progress, the evidence that are that things are shifting around us. And this is yeah, you know, I recently was approached by a company called Monk Manual to try out their planner, which is, it's this 90 day thing. It's been a really interesting experience, still ongoing. They did give me, I guess this is the cool bit of like the first time of me being approached as, I mean, I'm not an influencer, but okay. But they gave me one to try out. And, and yeah, if you want one, you can <laughs> use the code Bridget10 to get a discount on their site. But part of the planner is that every day there's a spot on the page for three things you're grateful for. And going through this trial of the manual, I challenged myself to not repeat things. So every day the challenge was to come up with three new things, three things I hadn't listed in recent memory, at least, that I was grateful for. And it's easy in the beginning, but eventually you end up having to really dig down a bit deeper, like thinking about the things which got you to where you are, um, the small things in life, people who have maybe smaller roles to play in your life than, you know, who you maybe don't think about right away when you're doing your gratitude, Um, experience you've had in the past that, you know, have had some positive impact on your life, that kind of thing. So that's the first mistake that you might be making in your own gratitude practice and how to fix it. Like don't just focus your gratitude on the obvious and the big stuff. Focus it on the small stuff too, the, the unexpected, the little steps, the silver linings, And in a moment, I will dig into the second big gratitude mistake. Year two of the Waxing Soul podcast is all about ideas in action. Join my mailing list at BridgetOwens.com slash podcast for a weekly self-growth challenge, plus all the latest news and more fun stuff. Now back to the episode. One of the most destructive patterns in modern spirituality is toxic positivity. And gratitude practices can fall into that easily. It's not that positivity is bad or that engaging purposefully in a healthy way with practices meant to increase positive energies in our lives are a bad idea. There's, I can't think of any way that a gratitude practice can be a bad idea in itself. However... Anything that gets wrapped up in what I refer to as toxic positivity has a destructive impact because it weaponizes happiness, joy, contentment, and even gratitude. So for a very long time, I was really resistant and really, well, for a lack of better term, I was triggered by the suggestion that, you know, everything is as it should be. I mean, first of all, I try really hard to avoid the word should. You know, nothing should be anything. There's no intent in the world outside our own intent. And getting hung up on some vision of how things should be detaches us from all other possibilities. You know, there's really, there's not a reason for everything in life. Everything that happens that's good in some way had elements that are not so great and vice versa. But what was really triggering for me was that the idea that everything is as it ought to be and that you know, whatever was happening around us, even if it wasn't for a reason, per se, was somehow, like, we shouldn't be trying to change it, that we should just ride the wave of either fate or chance, depending on your particular worldview, because, like, we've all got trauma of one flavor or another, right? And how is it helpful or healthy to to push each other into this, like, complete surrender To circumstance, when we do actually have the ability to advocate for ourselves and create change in the world. Like, don't tell me not to try and change things for the better or stand up for myself, right? I don't have to feel gratitude for my trauma. So, of course, along the way, I've come to realize that at the root of it, saying that everything is as it should be isn't really about all that. It's really a statement that reality is reality in the moment and can't be changed in the moment. And therefore, it's Basically, it's the opposite of how I took it for a long time. And it means that each moment and situation is the result of all kinds of patterns which converge at that point, and that's the reason it's happening. That's the reason, that's the meaning behind it. It's it's logical in that crazy universal way. But I know that I'm not the only person who has struggled under misconceptions and misinterpretations of all this stuff. You know, the way we use words to express these ideas are important and gratitude back on topic. I promise gratitude can get twisted into something that we're forced into as part of this toxic positivity weaponized acceptance thing. Like, Things are how they are, and we should be grateful, because even if we don't see the reasons, everything is good and purposeful and to be appreciated. It's it's easy to resent gratitude practices when they get wrapped up in that stuff, because it starts to feel like pressure to be happy about things in our lives that are damaging. We can get into the type of gratitude that's like, well, at least it's not as bad as it could have been, or uh, at least it's not as bad as some other person has it, or like, I don't know what it is yet, but I'm sure there's going to be a good side of this that I'll be grateful for. And that's not the point of a beneficial gratitude practice. And the mistake is letting these ideas and these pressures push us to fake gratitude and forced gratitude because, yeah, things are as they are. They are as they are supposed to be because they are the result of all kinds of forces coming together to create reality. And we don't have to be grateful for the the form that they take. But gratitude in this case is what can lead the way forward. Like Gratitude for the strength to get through things. Gratitude for the people around you who support you. Gratitude for opportunities you find to make positive change. Gratitude for lessons learned, even if they're learned the hard way. And, And... I see the difference <laughs> like and the way forward is our choice. It's not just chance, it's not just the product of lots of forces beyond our control, like we have a role in that, and if nothing else, our gratitude practice can keep us connected to that energy that that power that we hold and the and the choices we get to make, our agency and autonomy in the face of whatever is going on around us so so that's the second big gratitude mistake: feeling forced to feel great- fake gratitude for the things, for things in the interest of being positive and high vibration. Remember that our experiences and environments aren't always something to be grateful for in themselves, but we always have the power to turn what happens in our lives into something we build and grow from rather than be torn down by. And it's that power that we can always be grateful for. And in just a minute, we'll get into the last of the three big gratitude mistakes. If you love The Waxing Soul, connect with me online. BridgetOwens.com is the central hub for all my projects, including books, card decks, and resources. Go there to get my latest book, Deep Self Magic, to connect as a potential podcast guest, and to find out all the latest news. Also, find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as Bridget Owens Magic, and on Twitter as Waxing Soul. I wonder sometimes how much of this is like capitalism running through our spiritual ideas. Although I honestly think it probably goes back a lot further, but so many of us, me included, feel compelled to reduce lots of our relationships, not just with people, but, but energetic relationships and exchanges to reduce them to transactions. If I do enough of this, then I'm entitled to a certain amount of that. So for instance, if I do a set number of household chores, then it puts my spouse at a deficit, and then she owes me an equal amount in return. Or, if I do enough spiritual work, the things I'm trying to manifest will come to me because I've earned them. Or, in the case of gratitude, if I show enough gratitude for the things that I have, I'll start getting the things that I want. We do gratitude like it's a chore on a kid's chore chart so we'll get a star and eventually a bigger allowance or we we do it kind of like a performance piece like if we show enough gratitude the universe will be convinced that we will appreciate what we've asked for and we'll get it but the benefit of gratitude isn't transactional we don't show gratitude for the benefit of anyone else like yeah if someone gets me a gift or does something nice for me or is significant a significant positive force in my life I will show gratitude to them and let them know that I appreciate them and what they do. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a personal gratitude practice as part of a larger spiritual one. And the energy of gratitude isn't currency that we exchange for anything outside of ourselves. And this kind of feeds into a larger issue of us treating the energies around us as if they are human and behave in human ways, or as if they are currency- that gets exchanged in human ways. As above, so below, yeah. As within, so without, sure. But the universe isn't human. It doesn't behave like a human, and assuming that it does is how we've created gods. In in the bad sense. And anyway, the real issue with performative gratitude, or transactional gratitude, is that it's not real gratitude. It's like, okay, my brain for this goes back to... Uh, <laughs> when I graduated from high school and we had a graduation party and people got me gifts of various things as they do. And of course I had to write thank you notes. And here's the thing. I don't remember at this point what I got for graduation other than money. I know that I got gifts from some people though. And I definitely remember having to write thank you notes and like I have nothing in particular against the idea of thank you notes, right? It's just, you know, all those people were there at my party And I said thank you when I opened the gifts and cards and I personally expressed thanks in person and being a person who hasn't ever really been keen on being told I had to do things which seemed redundant and pointless, sitting down to write those thank you notes wasn't my favorite thing. But I did it because I understood that this was a social convention and that I didn't want to hurt feelings and all of that. And you know what? Doing that didn't make me more grateful for anything that I got. Like it didn't elevate that exchange into something more significant and going through the internal motions of gratitude practice for spiritual cred or spiritual capital is kind of the same thing. It's not going to make you actually grateful for anything any more than you already are. No matter what you believe about the nature of the universe and the powers that exist in it, there's no basis for believing that you can fake your way to giving your expressions of gratitude legitimacy that they don't actually have. And you internally know that, which is completely contrary to the benefits of gratitude practice. Like, gratitude is a mechanism for connection. And if it's fake, you're not connecting with anything. If you're trying to make yourself feel grateful because you think other people expect you to be grateful, it's not real. It's not authentic gratitude. If you're expressing gratitude for things, hoping that going through the motions is enough to bring the benefit and change to your life, it's not authentic gratitude. And if that leaves you struggling to find anything to be grateful for, it's time to go back to mistakes one and two that I just talked about and dig into the smaller good things in your life and the elements of your personal power to focus your gratitude practice on. And when you do that, it all comes back down to mindfulness, connection, authentic empowerment. And the good news is that if you do practice authentic gratitude, it can and is likely to lead to greater mastery of your practice and more positive manifestation in your life. Not because it's a transactional thing, not because gratitude is what you have to do to earn those things, but because gratitude enables you to master those skills and stay in the kind of energetic alignment which makes your practice and your life more productive overall thank you so much for listening new episodes of the waxing soul drop every thursday all materials and resources except the music are copyright bridget owens many thanks to my readers listeners friends mentors inspirations and my family for riding with me into season two and until next week blessed be and be good to yourself